0: Hey, good morning. Welcome to Wallacey Bible, and glad you're here today. My name is Josh, and I'm one of the pastors here. And uh, before we even get going, have you noticed some of the trend towards youth on the worship team? Isn't that cool? And uh, we've got uh, a couple of high school students. Actually, Alex, what grade are you in? Yeah. Are you middle school? So we've got middle school students serving and helping lead worship. Isn't that fantastic? And um, boy, there's there's a lot of good and a lot of exciting things happening in our church, and we're excited about it. I am. Are you? Yeah. I hope you are. I hope when you see uh, singing with passion and students, way to go. Good. Oh, and uh, it's exciting. And if you're like, oh, that's just too exciting. Oh, well, wait, you're going to be you're going to have a long eternity in heaven. OK, you're going to have a really long eternity. Because it's going to be fired up. And uh, it'll, be, it'll be a great, great time when we're with the Lord. So, hey, this morning uh, is a really unique morning. And so there's a lot of people who are already out there serving. They're getting lunch ready for us. So, again, as Kirk mentioned, if, if you don't have plans for lunch, even if you're brand new today... Um, hey, stick around. Have hot dogs and hamburgers with us. We'd love for you to join us. There's tons of food. It'd be, be cool to get to know you. Uh, but also, if you are new this morning, uh, today is just kind of a unique morning. We're going to do something we've never done before. All in favor? Okay, a few of you. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Here's what we're going to do. So we've, we've introduced this new pathway, right? Of um, get. We want you to do two, three things as a member and as someone who attends Wawasee Bible. Do you remember what they are? First, we want you to gather want you to be here on a Sunday morning. we want you to make this a priority in your schedule. We want everyone to gather, no matter who you are. And if you don't know where to start, that's a good place to start. Just start getting here normally, regularly. Uh, The second piece we want you to do, we want you to grow. We don't want you just to show up on Sunday morning. We want you to grow up throughout the week. So don't just show up, grow up. We want you to get connected into a ministry that will help you grow. Students, that means Salt Co. or Impact if you're a preteen. Um, adults, get into a 110 group. Come to Doctrine Wednesday. Again, I, I'm pretty sure in your bulletin this week is a whole calendar of ministry events for the year, right? So, so you, can, you can get those on your calendar and prioritize some of those things to grow. Well, today we're on the third piece. We want you not just to show up. Not just to grow up, but to go out. We want you to go. Gather, grow, and go. And so what does go look like? What does that mean? Well, our, our, very, our mission statement, right? I mean, kind of communicates that pretty clearly. We are sent to love people and invite them to follow Jesus with us. We're not uh, called just to gather. We're, we're sent by the Lord. Jesus said, just like I was sent by the Father, so I am sending you. He prayed to the Lord. In case you're not sure if that applies to you, too, if you go read John, I think, chapter 17 and then chapter 20, uh, when Jesus is praying, I think in 17, actually, is when he's praying it. And he's praying in the garden, and he says, Father, just as you sent me, so I'm sending them. And uh, I'm praying not only just for them, for my 12, but everyone after them who would hear uh, of me because of their ministry. Well, guess what? We, We fit in that category. Do you know Jesus prayed for you in the Bible? John chapter 17. And one of the things he prayed is he told the Father, he said, I'm sending them just like you sent me into the world. You're sent. It's not, not like these four walls, us four and no more. No, 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 no. We're sent to build his kingdom. We're not content to remain how we are. You're sent. And you're all sent to different places. Some of you, uh, we'll talk about this a little later as we close the message this morning, but you're sent uh, into, into different workplaces, right? Uh, some of you are in administration. Some of you uh, are, are in our schools, which is an incredible place of mission. Students, you're sent. You're sent into the school to, to love people and invite them to follow Jesus right along with you. Well, one of the things we're going to talk about today is uh, what it looks like to go. And so let me just lay out what this morning is going to look like. Because it's going to be, it's, some of you, it's going to be like, this is weird. I don't know if I like this okay. It's just, just for today. So I'm going to teach you just for a few minutes. We're going to open up Ephesians chapter four. You can even pop that up on the screen now, Bryce, if you'd like to get us, get people can get them open. Their Bible's open. Um, but Ephesians chapter four, and then what's going to happen, I'm going to teach for about five minutes and then, uh, we're going to put it into action. We're going to go, uh, we're going to dismiss everyone from this room. We're going to start with that section. And then once they're out, this section will go. And once they're out, this section, once they're out, this section and, uh, Maybe you've already looked at it already. That's okay. But out in the fellowship hall, there are tables set up uh, with all the different ministries and places you can connect to grow or go in our church. And there's a handful that will be from outside of our church. Uh, Harvest Coffee, Harvest with a Heart, Habitat for Humanity, Curiously, and and Reach. The, the, The things that we have happening outside of our church, which is really cool, we have people from our church involved in all of those ministries which is pretty cool in a leader in a leadership capacity. And uh, so that's pretty exciting. All the things that the Lord is doing through our church, but we're all going to go. You're going to go find a place to, to hopefully sign up for something. You can grab some info if you're not ready to sign up today, but you're going to listen by the end of the day, if you're going, I don't know where to connect. I don't know what to do. You're going to have no excuse. You're going to have no excuse. It's all, we're, I'm just, I'm taking that hole, I'm saying here, it's on you catch the ball. And here we go. Yeah. If you're new this morning, we're so glad you're here and uh, recognize that today is a unique day. And uh, so you have the unique opportunity to get to know a whole bunch of stuff about our church and what's going on in a unique way today that maybe uh, others on their first Sunday never got that opportunity. So, so that's where we're headed today. And uh, let me pray. And then we're going to be in Ephesians chapter four. And uh, let's just let me pray. And then we'll start there. Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your grace to us and your goodness to us and your grace and your goodness to our church. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would, uh, you would guide me as I teach and uh, that you would guide each of us, Lord, as we go out and explore ways to connect in our church and uh, to grow or to go. And Father, I pray everyone here, even if they're not here this morning, um, I pray somehow the message gets to them. That we want them to gather, we want them to grow, and we want them to go and to serve. And not just sit on the sidelines, not just sit on the sidelines critiquing, but in the game playing. And um, Lord, that's the goal, that's where you send us, and I pray all this in Jesus' name. Let your words be clear today. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4. Paul writes to the church in Ephesus, and one of the things he does is he gives some specific instructions here on what it looks like. Uh, for the church to be doing ministry. Uh, Look, starting, what what verse do I start with up there? 11 or, I start with 10, so I'll start reading in 10. Uh, He who descended is the one who also ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. He's speaking of Jesus. And he, Jesus, gave the apostles. He gave the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers, all the leaders of the church, he gave to us. He gave us your your leadership. He gave, he gave everyone who serves, everyone who's part of our church, he gave all of us to our church. It's not an accident that you're here. It's not an accident that I'm here. That's, that's by God's design. Isn't that cool and reassuring? That he's in control of those things. Now look, though, he specifically mentioned in verse 11, you know, some of the leaders. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, teachers. But look, why he gave them in verse twelve. Sometimes I think we buy into the idea that God gave us leaders to do the ministry, that God gave us the pastors to get everything done. And listen, we do a lot, we do. But if we're ever going to grow, and if that song's ever going to come true here, oh, for a thousand tongues listening, for many more people to meet Jesus, listen, um, I'm going to burn out before that. We get there. I'm pretty close already. If you want to know the truth, we need you involved, off the pew and in the game. Amen. Amen. See, look what, See, because look what. And it's not. It, it's not me. Look what. This is what Paul says. This is our playbook. This is what it says. Here's why he gave him. He gave us leadership, not to do the ministry, but to equip the saints for the work of ministry, so that you would do the ministry. So that you wouldn't just gather, you wouldn't just grow, but you would go. Turn to your neighbor and say, so that you would go. Now turn to your other neighbor say, so that you would go. The idea here is that you serve in some way, shape, or form. That's the idea. And and if you have an argument with it, your argument isn't with me. It's with Ephesians chapter 4. Would you agree? Is that clear? To equip the saints for the work of ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ. See, what's curious is that God, I believe, does exponentially more as more and more people are involved. I've seen it in churches I've been a part of in the past. We've seen it happen here. The more people who are doing more, God does more. So, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, and, and look, here's how long we should serve until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood. I not know about you, but I have a lot of maturing to do. To the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ so that we may no longer be children, tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we're to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when each part is working properly makes the whole body grow so that it builds itself up in love you know when there's great unity in the church and when there's true fellowship is when uh, everybody's serving and doing something now, there's a lot of you doing things right I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to beat anybody I want to encourage you if you are I'm just saying hey listen I'm Let's go. Let's do something. Uh, that's what true fellowship is, by the way, right? If you really want to have Christian fellowship, it's not sitting around eating hot dogs and hamburgers after the service. It's serving together in ministry. I, I, always describe it, I used to describe it to our students as it's when two fellows are in the same ship. They're going the same direction and doing work. That's what true fellowship is. It's when you're in the game serving somewhere, somehow. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, The first thing I'm going to do here in a moment—oh, I put them up here—is I'm going to dismiss those who are manning some of the tables. You can see who some of the leaders are, but just hang tight for one second, guys, before you go. Um, And when you head out there—actually, you know what? If you're you're manning a table, why don't you go ahead and stand up? You can head out and get ready for us to flood the fellowship hall. Sound good? So if you're manning a table for us, thank you, first of all, for all that you do, all the ways you serve and lead— and uh, we'll come and see you here in a moment. But we're all going to leave through that door. Um, and then what you're going to do is you're going to go out, and at all these tables, there's a sign-up sheet if you want more information. You're not signing your life away like, yeah, I'm going to do this forever. Um, you're just you're getting more information. And you're going to sign up with your uh, name, your email, your cell phone number. And then it's on that sheet, it says service provider, and that's so that we can sign you up to get, like, text message alerts if you want them. If you don't want that, don't put your service provider. We won't do it. If you do, add that. Um, But let me just show you. I don't know if I have all of them here even or fanned out. If you're like, I just, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to connect. I don't know how to serve. I feel like there's just nothing going on. Um, You could grab all these cards today for a place to serve and a place to grow. Pretty cool, huh? So go check it out. And then what we're going to do, there's going to be a timer on the screen out there for 20 minutes. We'll have some videos playing in here if you come back in earlier and come back in and learn some things about our church and uh, who we're part of. Um, but you're going to go out. We're going to go a section at a time. Get signed up. And then we're going to work our way back in here. Now, as you go back out, come back in these doors because there are a few sign-ups on the Connect desk as well. Like for if you want to get onto the prayer list for email, if you want to help with our facility team or with some help in the office, some of those are out uh, in the fellow, or in the At the connect desk, that's what I'm trying to say. Does that all make sense? All right, are you ready? Drum roll. Hey, students, there we go. All right, you guys are first. Get out of here. Go. If there's nobody at a table, because I'll be at a table here eventually after we get you guys all out of here, um, you can still sign up and grab a card and get some info. So you've got about 20 minutes to kind of wander around, get some more coffee if you'd like to that's fine too and then we'll, we'll come back in and once you go out those doors you can go right or left whatever you want to do you just go find something go wherever you want to go and you're like that looks really tight and busy not much flow let's see if we can do it this section you guys are up then you guys we'll let you out but we'll let you go through that door and circle around and you can just kind of crash them from the other side sound good? All right, this section, you guys go ahead. We'll see you in about 20 minutes. We'll get rolling again. Hey, I hope I hope you found something uh, to spark your interest, to connect either to grow or to go or both. And uh, if you signed your name up, if you got signed up, somebody will be in touch with you this week, and uh, you'll get an email, so watch your email. And if you didn't put an email down, you got a phone number, you'll get a, you'll get a phone call. Um, but we're going to be in touch with you and follow up and try to get you plugged in. Yeah, yeah? So thank you for uh, doing that little experiment. What do you think? Do that again sometime? All right, we'll, we'll, we'll keep that on the radar maybe in the future to try that path again. But as we as we close, I'm going to open up another passage of Scripture with you and kind of highlight this whole idea of going and where the command comes from. If you've got your Bible, turn to the New Testament again in the book of Acts and right at the beginning of the book of acts in chapter 1 now we're going to we're going to read something here and one of the things that we're going to see is the last recorded words of jesus on this earth before he ascended and i started thinking about this a little bit i mean i planned on doing this passage but one of the things that occurred to me this week is how important sometimes last words are would you agree like uh, maybe I-, I can remember the last conversation i had with my dad some of the things that that he said um, I can remember other times last words from people, things they said. Um, can you, do you have some of those things come to mind? And, and sometimes, like the last thing somebody says is can oftentimes be one of the most important things that they say. And if that's the case, then we should really pay attention to what Jesus says here. Because we're about to read his last words on this earth. He'll have more later when he returns. But in terms of... Uh, before he ascended, let's read together. I'm just going to start right in the beginning in verse 1 of chapter 1. Luke is writing this. He wrote the book of Luke as well, and he wrote it to a guy named Theophilus. And he said in the first book, O Theophilus, so in other words, in the gospel of Luke, uh, I've dealt with all all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, uh, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? His disciples are with him. He's risen from the dead. They're expecting uh, the Messiah to be a king, which he is and will be, but he's not quite setting up his throne yet. And they're like, okay, so is this the time that you're setting up the throne? You're going to reign it all in for Israel. Here we go. Is this the time? And look what he said to him. He says, well, it's, it's not for you to know. It's not for you to know times or seasons that the Father is fixed by his own authority. In other words, it's not yet. And uh, just go about your business until I get back. It's not for you to know when exactly that will happen. But, verse 8, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up. And a cloud took him out of their sight, and while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who who is taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. In other words, the the angels who were standing there said, What are you looking in the sky for? Why don't you get to work? (laughs) Why don't you get to be doing what uh, he told you to do? But let's look at these last words of Jesus. Look at what he says in verse 8. First, he says, you don't know when I'm coming back, but uh, so in the meantime, while you're waiting, you're going to receive power when the Holy Spirit's come upon you. And he says, you will be my witnesses. These are his final words. You will be my witnesses. You're going to go out and be my representation to the world. And he says, and by the way, they're in Jerusalem at this time. And so he starts out, he says, uh, you're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And then if you were, we're going to look at a map here in a second. The surrounding area is called Judea and and Judea. And beyond that is Samaria and Samaria. And then to the ends of the earth. And then the book of Acts actually follows that same pattern. Ministry starts in Jerusalem. It spreads out into Judea and Samaria. And then it makes its way towards the end of the book of Acts to the ends of the, the world. And to where we are even today. That's the order. Jesus is like, where, are you, where you are now, then nearby, then farther out, then the ends of the world. And I believe, and you can, you can argue with me on this if you like to, but, but I really believe that Jesus is giving us a priority for how we ought to go about ministry. Here, and then moving out. The priority is here. Sometimes we want to think that missions is all about something I, I cross the ocean to go do in the middle of the desert, or in the middle of, of, of Africa, And no 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 missions is right here. The mission starts here, and if you do it well enough, you get there. (laughs) Like Fred and Abby, I'm gonna invite you guys up here for just one moment. Or you can come up or you can stay there, whichever you want to do. Fred and Abby are heading out in a a few weeks, a few short weeks, to Indonesia. Did you know that? And I'm really excited. Are you excited for them? And uh, Fred, uh, I don't, I don't know where the mic went. Oh, there it is. It's buried under my cracker jacks. I've never gotten snacks before in the middle of a message. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> you guys are heading out in a few weeks, and um, tell us, tell them again. Maybe somebody's new. They don't know what you're doing.
1: Just brief sure, overview yeah. of what you're doing. Um. So kind of in a nutshell, our our mission is to plant churches through anti-human trafficking efforts in partnership with an Indonesian organization that has systems in place to help women and other victims of sex trafficking um, who have escaped or come out of the trade to rehabilitate, learn education and vocational skills that can help them um, transition and integrate back into, you know, quote-unquote normal society. Yeah, absolutely. And
0: we're going to be doing a big commissioning service where – people bought t-shirts, we're all going to wear these shirts that day. That'd be pretty cool. And that's going to be two weeks from today, right? On September 10th. So mark your calendar. We'll bring all the kids in at that time during the service as well. We're going to bring everybody up. We're going to get a big picture. We're going to pray over them and send them out. And then as I understand, you guys are heading to the West Coast for a little bit to visit family for a few weeks before you head out.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, as of August 23rd, we have begun the visa process. And uh, that takes roughly two to three months and so they'll be ready around the beginning of november but um, for those of you who know i'm from seattle and we spent a lot of time in college in california so we have a lot of family and supporters out there that we're going to visit for a couple weeks beforehand so um, we're looking at you know early to mid october is kind of the launch from indiana from indiana date Yeah. yeah so
0: we're we're pretty excited and we're we're sending them as their home church um, you guys will be introduced actually as members of our church today to the meeting. That's pretty cool. And, um, but there's still a little bit. You're really close. How are you at on support
1: so yeah, far? Support raising. Um, we have accomplished 85% of our monthly budget. And we're $300 of uh, monthly budget away from being at a point where we can buy plane tickets. And then for our one-time cost, we're exactly $10,000 away. So they've got a big expense. Imagine if you were going to move halfway around the world,
0: what that would cost. And to get set up. So they've got one, a one-time expense to get there. And then your monthly monthly budget. And so here's, here's kind of my challenge to us. We've got two weeks to pray about it and think about it. On September 10th, or anytime, you can give any time before that too. But let's, as individuals, be praying about it. Let's see if we can meet that $10,000 need in the next two weeks. And get them there. That's humbling. <laughs> I, I think it can happen. I've seen it happen. I've seen more than that happen here. Let's be honest. Can we do it? So be praying about it. Be praying. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to say. Yeah, go ahead and clap. That's good. Yeah. Be praying about it. We love you guys, but let's get you out of here. And, um, and uh, let's pray for them right now. And then I've got a few more things to share as we wrap up. Okay. Uh, Father, thanks for Jesus and for your grace to us and uh, for what you're doing in our church, for what you're doing in the lives of Fred and Abby, and uh, Lord, the the call that you've put on their life. And um, I pray that you would, would continue to provide for them in a way that's uh, surprising to them, that uh, they see your hand and they see your provision, that they see it as your calling, your ministry. I pray for your protection over them as they travel and as they go out and even their final days. Uh, weeks there on the west coast uh, it would be refreshing to them before they head overseas and then um, Lord Jesus I pray your protection on them as well as they get there uh, protect them against the enemy as servants their works and effects give them uh, wisdom to know how to go about uh, their mission with um, with, with wisdom uh, so that your, your kingdom would be built and the gospel would go forth and um Yeah, encourage them in these last days, Lord. Let every detail come together. Give them great peace and great hope and great excitement. And that we look forward to the tents to see what you provide. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Love you guys. Yeah. All right. Give them a hand. So two weeks. And if you want to give before that, you can. But we'll for sure take an offering that day and see if we can get them out of here. Sound good? Now, that's... A unique situation. They are they're being sent to the ends of the earth. Um, But but this is if you live over there, this is the ends of the earth, isn't it? This is the other side. So who's going to do ministry here? See, and I think that's Jesus' point. That yes, some will be called, and some will go to the end of the ends of the earth, and that's a good thing. And if that's you, awesome. But you, I don't think that's the norm. Jesus didn't make a a mistake by placing you and planting you exactly where you are. And this place ought to be our priority unless he calls us to go. And if he does, then get out of here. Amen? See, here's what it looks like in the text. Uh, The geography. There's a map of kind of the Mediterranean. There's a zoom in. Do you see that on the right side? It kind of blows up to get a, a zoom in of Israel. And you can see Jerusalem there. So first he starts off in Jerusalem. Here's Jerusalem. See the little dot that popped up? And then uh, as things go well there, then it should, you're going to be my witnesses, not just in Jerusalem, but it's going to spread to Judea, all Judea. And then all of Samaria. And then to the ends of the earth. Well, let's put it in context. Let's, let's, uh, how would Jesus say this to us? Well, you will be my witnesses, loved ones, in all of all Kosciuszko County, to all of northern Indiana then after that, and finally to the ends of the earth. If we get in our heads somehow that missions is all about over there and has nothing to do with here, uh, the church will eventually die If the fire in the stove goes out, all the pipes go cold. (laughs) If we're going to keep supporting Fred and Abby and Willie and Sue in Belgium and all the other missionaries we support, if we're going to keep supporting them, then uh, the fire has to burn brightest right here. Do you see that? So get involved, gather, go, grow. And let's just take this to its... Uh, just a practical example, and I'm just going to pick one kind of out of the blue here, in terms of where you're sent then to go. Maybe if, um, an easy one, because the students, you're in front of me. Let's say you work in the school somehow. Would you, like, raise your hand? You, you are, you're associated somehow with students in the school. Who's here? All right. Rock, you could raise your hand. You're at Grace. You're with students. Um, you know, you have one of the most unique opportunities as a missionary in the schools of anyone here. To reach another generation. Now I could go through every different career path, and we could talk about these things. But you are sent there. The Lord didn't make a mistake by putting you in that spot, did He? And and you're His witnesses. I don't know at Walvis City, at Fairfield, at, at West, no, wherever you're at a Grace College, you're His witnesses. There and then, eventually to the ends of the earth. Where do you work? Is it, are you at Keystone? Are you at Zimmer? Where where are you? Are you a stay-at-home mom? You're his witness there and then to the ends of the earth. Let's gather, let's go, and grow, and then let's go. Amen? All right, let me pray. We're going to sing, take our offering, and then you're invited to join us and stay for lunch. Um, But be thinking, if you didn't get signed up for something, be thinking, where can I serve either in or outside of our church and be the hands and feet of Jesus somewhere? Amen? All right, let's pray. Father, thanks for Jesus and thanks for your grace to us and thanks for your clear command. Uh, Lord Jesus, that you call us. You didn't make a mistake sending us exactly where we are. Um, You have us there for a reason, to be your witness, to be your representation to the world. That doesn't mean we're always standing around preaching the Bible, but it means we're showing your love and your grace and your goodness to a watching world. And when we have opportunity, then, yeah, we open our mouth and, and share the gospel with them. Uh, Lord, ignite that passion in me and in our church. I pray for those who aren't here today. Lord, would you, Holy Spirit, you have the ability uh, to ignite that in them as well, and might you do something unique through Odyssey Bible. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your grace to us, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.